Hi, everyone. You're listening to the Katie Lance Podcast. I'm your host, Katie Lance. I'm an entrepreneur, social media strategist, keynote speaker, and author. But my most important role is wife and mom to our adorable two boys. I run our company, Katie Lance Consulting, side-by-side with my husband, Paul, and our passion is to help real estate professionals get smarter about how they use social media. Our Get Social Smart Academy has helped thousands of real estate agents and brokers take back their time and hone their social media strategy. Now, you may know me from social media, or maybe you've seen me from stage, or maybe this is your first time meeting me. In this podcast, I'm excited to share with you my success stories and take you behind the scenes into how I got where I am, how I've built our company, how I juggle being a wife, mom, business owner, and so much more. You'll hear from me, but also we'll be showcasing some of the great people we get the pleasure to work with inside of our academy. If you're an entrepreneur, small business owner, social media geek like me, real estate pro, or a mom, or maybe all of the above, you are in the right place. Let's get started. Hi, everybody. You're listening to episode 69 of the Katie Lance podcast. And in this episode, I'm going to talk a little bit about keeping our kids busy this summer. So as of the recording of this podcast, uh, you know, we are on summer break, which (laughs) I kind of say jokingly because summer break kind of looks really similar to how the spring looked, because as we all know, uh, we are in the middle of a global pandemic. Um, Our schools shut down mid-March. So our kids have have been home for quite some time. I think we are, I think we've surpassed that 100 day mark. Um, And so now we are in the thick of summer. And so they are home, but they've already been home. Uh, But you know, life still goes on. And we want to really think about how we are keeping them busy and happy and taking care of their needs. But at the same time, we work at home. We run, as a lot of you know, my husband and I work side by side. We run our consulting company. Uh, and so we work at home and we run our business at home. And so like a lot of folks, we are doing the juggle. And so I thought I would just take a few minutes just to kind of share, give a little bit of a sneak peek into what our summer is looking like, because I don't know about you, but our summer is definitely looking a lot different than we had originally planned. You know, there's, there's some sadness. We had to reschedule and postpone some vacations. You know, our kids are not uh, seeing their friends in person. Uh, Baseball tournaments aren't happening like they normally are. Um, You know, neighborhood get togethers, uh, you know, things like that aren't, aren't getting together, aren't, aren't happening like they normally would. So we've had to adjust as I know all of you have. So there's a few things that we've done that I think have helped during this during this time. Um, First of all, I got to give my husband a big shout out because back in April, he was like, I think we need to get a pool for our backyard. I was like, what? What do you mean? And so we started looking online and we decided to purchase an above ground pool for our backyard. Now just to set the stage, we don't have a big house. We have about probably about a 1500 square foot house. Um, definitely modest. It's a, you know, it, it, let's just say it's, uh, it would be nice to have a little bit more real estate, but that that'll be a whole other conversation for another day. And, uh, I would imagine if a few realtors are listening to this, (laughs) I'm sure you'll take note of what I just said, but regardless of that, we do have some room for an above ground pool. So my husband said, let's order it. We ordered that in April. And I'm really glad we did. I will put the link to that in the show notes below, because I have to tell you guys, 
holy cow, it's been the best thing that we've we've had uh, by far. So definitely worth the investment. The last time I checked, it was sold out, but I'm hoping that uh, that there's more in stock because it was it's definitely an awesome thing um, as a family that we're able to do. So that's <laughs> that's the first thing. Another thing that has really helped our family is is continuing continuing with a schedule, continuing with a schedule. So I've done a couple other podcasts. Um, in fact, I'll link to those. I did a podcast about how we're dealing with everything. And, and how we're getting through this pandemic. And one of my last podcasts, I talked about um, having a schedule and we, you know, as much as like the summer should be fun and relaxing for kids at the same time, we have to work, <laughs> we have responsibilities. I'm doing webinars, I'm doing a ton of virtual training, I am doing a ton of stuff for our Get Social Smart Academy members, we're on the phone, you know, so we have to keep our kids relatively to a schedule. Now I will say our kids are a little bit older, they're nine and 12. So you know, they're not teenagers, but at the same time, they're not itty bitty. So I, I do think we're blessed in the sense that we have a little bit, um, they're a little bit more self reliant, but I'm actually going, going to put our schedule together and link that below in a Google document. So if you're curious what that looks like, um, you know, it's not super rigid, but it is um, organized in the sense that they know what they're supposed to be doing when they're supposed to be doing it. So from when they're going to get up to certain chores that we ask them to do. And by the way, we have them do, I would say a fair amount of chores. So, you know, dishes and trash and taking care of our cat and things like that. That's all kind of outlined in the schedule. Our kids are also helping with dinner, which is great. I do not cook, but my husband cooks. And so, um, that's been a really fun thing. He's been able to get our kids involved in that. And then also we, because of the fact that we were distance learning, I really want to make sure that our kids are ready for next year. So, um, at the recommendation of our teachers, um, I went onto Amazon and ordered what's called a bridge book and a bridge book is a workbook that basically is a, is a, it give, gives kids assignments for things that they can do when they are bridging from one grade to the other. So for example, if you have a kindergartner, you would buy the kindergarten, the, the, you would, you would buy the bridge book that says K to one. If you've got somebody, if you've got a, um, somebody, if you've got a child going into fourth grade, like we do, we bought the bridge book that says, um, bridge book three to four, right? So you're bridging from third grade to fourth grade. So I've never done this before. I went on Amazon, I ordered those and every day as part of their schedule, they have to do two or three pages out of that book. It's up to them. They can pick which, which pages they want to do. Um, but that's been great. You know, at first it was, we got a little bit of pushback saying it's summer, we don't want to do homework. But it's the what we found is that just keeping them engaged, um, I think is important. So regardless of how school looks like in the fall, hopefully we're keeping uh, keeping them active a little bit with with what they're learning. Now, the other thing that I did, um, both of their teachers, now my youngest is going into fourth grade and my oldest is going into seventh grade. And both of the things that their teachers told us is that they need to work on their writing. So I thought to myself, you know, how can we make this fun? So I ended up sitting down and writing a list out of like 30 or 40 topics. And then I cut them all out <laughs> and I folded them up and I put them in a coffee cup and I'm calling it our journaling jar. And I will also put that, uh, by the way, if you're curious what those topics are, I will put a Google, Google document together and I'll link that Google document in the, um, in the show notes below. So you can download that if you'd like, but, um, and you might have to adjust that for your own kids, but 
What's fun about that is I, I also went on Amazon. I bought some composition notebooks. And so every day is part of their schedule. They have to go in the jar, close their eyes, pick out a topic, and they can write about something else if they don't want to write about that topic. But that topic gives them a little bit of inspiration. And so it's it's fun. It's a little bit of a fun game. And they um, they sit down and they write, you know, three or four sentences or sometimes up to a page or two, depending on what the topic is. So that's been a lot of fun. Those have definitely kept them busy. The other thing that we've done, because you know, I think a big part of this is keeping our kids kind of off electronics, which (laughs) is pretty funny. If you think about it, you know, I think our limits for uh, uh, technology and electronics has definitely adapted and changed. Um, You have to be flexible. You have to go, go with the flow and you have to trust your kids. I think that's important. However, I also think it's important to have some you know, non-electronic time. So reading time is really important. We have reading time in our schedule. Um, We also this summer um, ended up purchasing, and my husband actually ended up purchasing a Kindle Fire. Uh, We have another Kindle, an older Kindle, but he bought a newer Kindle for himself. But honestly, it's been great for the kids. They really love reading off a Kindle. And I know it's an electronic device, but hey, if they're reading, I'm happy with however they're reading. And one thing, one of our friends recommended that we um, connect our Kindle to our local library. Library, which I've never done before. I don't know why, but I, I, I know many of you have probably done this before where you uh, connect your Kindle to your local library, which means you can borrow uh, online books through Kindle for free, which is great. I think our library allows you to borrow up to 15 titles a month. So that has been an awesome resource for our kids uh, so they can download what they're interested in, which is which is awesome. So a couple of those things, like I said, the bridge book, the journaling jar, um, having a schedule, having them do some chores, um, you know, using their Kindle, uh, that's been a big thing. A couple other things I just want to touch on, and this is in no particular order, um, you know, we let them stay in their PJs (laughs) for a while. I mean, I I just feel like if kids don't have the freedom to go out and play with their friends, yes, at some point they do get dressed during the day, but I think we're also a little bit more lax as far as letting them relax. So that's one thing we we've allowed them to do. Um, I'm also just a big believer in having some time limits with things, you know, periodically we will set timers on their phones or we will literally set a kitchen timer. Um, I think for, for, at least for us, our kids tend to work really well when they know that there's a starting time and there's a finishing time. So setting those time, time limits, whether it's movies or, you know, if they're playing a game on their phone, whatever that might be. Now, our youngest does not have a phone, by the way, he has an iPad. It's really our iPad, but he uses it. My oldest does have a phone. Um, and, I also would say when it comes to playing games online, I think we've been a little bit more lax in the sense that um, it's been a lot of fun for our kids to be able to play games with their friends online. So, you know, if that means giving my kids a little bit more electronic time than I normally would, I'm okay with that because I know they're not getting that socialization that they normally would be getting um, from, you know, going out and hanging out with their friends or whatever it might be. So, um, you know, it's been fun to see our kids play with some of their friends electronically and, uh, you know, talking to the parents and trying to figure out how to connect our kids, um, things like that, you know, electronically. So they're able to play together. And I think that's, that's been a lot of fun. We've also connected our kids on Kids Messenger. Uh, Kids Messenger is owned by Facebook. And I was a little reluctant at first to do it, but it's actually been really, really fun. We've been able to connect with um, uh, one of our nephews. We've been able to connect with some of the kids' friends. It's kind of like FaceTime, but you can play games on it and message each other as kids. It's, it's really kind of been a fun way to keep our kids engaged um, with, with other kids. 
The other thing that uh, that's been really fun, again, to kind of keep our kids offline and, and a little bit self-independent is to encourage them to play board games. Now, I don't know if your kids are like mine, but when it comes to games, you know, we'll often say you have so many toys, you have so many games and they're like, oh, I don't know what to play with. So just like the journaling jar, I decided to write down a list of all the games we have, all the board games we have, and I cut them up and I put them in another jar. <laughs> so now we have a gaming gaming jar, uh, which is especially helpful since the two our two boys, you know, they get along, but often they do not get along and they often do not agree. So the rule of the the game jar is that they get to alternate who picks and whoever picks it. Uh, that's that's the game. That's the game you got to go with. <laughs> so that's been actually kind of a fun way for our kids to start using some of the games and stuff that we have that maybe they kind of forgot about or, you know, just haven't haven't used in a while. So anyways, I just wanted to share, um, like I said, some of the ideas that, that we've, that we've had, that we've been doing, um, you know, it's, it's tough. It's tough to have kids cooped up at home, you know, but I think for us, what's worked is having a schedule and also just trying to be flexible. You know, like I said, I will link to the schedule that we're using below, but the schedule is also flexible, you know? So if one of our kids one day is like, mom, I'm just not really feeling the journaling jar. Can I skip it today? Fine. You know, this is a, you know, I'm not going to rule with an iron, <laughs> an iron fist, but I think having a schedule, by the way, we have our schedule up on our fridge so they can look at it if they're ever unsure what to do or how to do it. Um, you know, it's, it's all up there. So I think the idea is just having a plan, um, and also just trying to be flexible. You know, I would say with our pool, one of the things we've tried to do is we, tr we have pool time every day. So we try to end our day, our work day around three or four, so we can have pool time with our kids. Now that that might sound really early, but the beautiful part of running our own business is we can have that flexibility. So we'll make up for that time, maybe early in the morning or later in the evening, whatever that might be. But just giving ourselves a little bit of grace, um, because at the end of the day, you know, uh, that family time and that that time, I think is so important. So those are just a few things that I wanted to share with you guys. I would love to hear from you any tips or ideas you have if you're a parent or you're a guardian or you, um, you know, you're a caregiver. I would love to hear from you any thoughts you have in terms of keeping, uh, keeping your family and keeping your loved ones busy during this time, busy and productive and, and also just, you know, having an enjoyable summer. The very last thing I will say also is as our world has started to open up, we've gotten really creative as a family trying to get out and do some creative things. Uh, we've gone to the beach, socially distanced, you know, of course, um, and took precautions that way. And so I think that'll be that'll be something that's that we do as well. Um, our local fairgrounds opened up. Um, and turned actually, they turned their fairgrounds into a drive-in theater, which has been a lot of fun. So I think, you know, we're just trying to be creative in terms of our family time and how this works as a family and also just, um, you know, giving each other a lot of grace. All right, guys. Well, like I said, I just wanted to share some thoughts because a lot of you have reached out and asked how we're doing and, and what we're doing with the kids. And, uh, just thought I would maybe give you guys a, give you a few ideas of some things that have worked for us. I certainly don't have it all figured out by any means. So would love to hear from you. Let me know as always, if you uh, enjoyed this episode, the best thing you can do is share it out, take a screenshot of this episode and share it on Facebook or Instagram and tag me. Let me know that you listened. Let me know if there was something that really kind of stuck out to you that, uh, that sparked your, uh, your curiosity or, or sparked your interest. And, um, and like I said, if you have any ideas, I'd love to hear from the, from you as well. All right, guys, thanks so much. Stay well, stay safe, and we'll see you next time. 
Thanks so much for listening. If you've liked this podcast, I'd love if you'd subscribe and leave me a review. Also, make sure you visit me over at katielance.com where you can sign up for our free email newsletter, find out about upcoming events I'm speaking at, and check out what our Get Social Smart Academy is all about. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you next time.